Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio show hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady Lenora Godfrey. Hello. I am your facilitator, Oris Ridley, and today in our studio, we have Michaela Sparkle <laughs> Joiner. And there's a sparkle, there's a reason behind the sparkle. So we just want to welcome her in the studio today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, you thought about me. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, had her cousin, Dominique, on a previous show. And we just enjoyed talking to her. So we have Michaela here with us today. And uh, we want to hear all about Michaela. Okay. We want to hear all about the sparkle. Oh, I, I have that too. Yes. <laughs> I can yes. Give you all parts of uh, me a, in a little bit. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Just a little bit. That's it. Well, Michaela, I well one of the reasons uh, again I invited Michaela to come and be a part of our show. Uh, she and I talked some time ago uh, just about some incidents, uh, some some I'll say some some things that happened in her past and her life being in a relationship and I thought it would be uh, real interesting to have her share uh, some of that story of where she was um, in a particular relationship that kind of had her bottlenecked or had her feeling a a particular way about herself. Uh, The reason why I thought that was important and and, I'll just say that and from that relationship how she had to heal to become the person she is now. Now, the reason why I think that's important for our particular show, although we we deal with marriage, is one of the the aspects of our uh, different camps, our boot camps, um, we really sometimes invite singles to help talk about, to help share with them some things to look out for prior to marriage or prior to getting into some type of relationship uh, especially a we're talking a lifelong commitment mm-hmm. that becomes a struggle if you don't understand certain principles to put in place prior to uh, to that marriage. And so many times we put uh, the cart, we'll say before the horse, where we're in the relationship deeply, mm-hmm. and yet we've never established uh, a true commitment. And so therefore, it still even leaves us, in a vulnerable position for a person to dominate or dictate or even control our destiny, uh, especially if we are people of faith that believe that uh, God, again, has purpose for us. And so with that being the case, I just thought it would be important for Michaela just to share some things about her, just a quick testimony about the relationship she was in, because I think it would help a lot of single people, even people we we had talked to other uh, broadcasts with uh, pastors uh, uh, Keith and Eileen, and just how they were in, in relationships uh, that kind of uh, distorted their path, but or hurt them in, in in the process and how they had to heal before reconnecting with someone else. So 
I thought again, uh, Michaela, or my my dear sweet Sparkle, <laughs> could yes. tell us how she got her Sparkle back yes. because I think that's, she lost it at one that point. That is good. Uh, that's good. So now she can call herself Sparkle, but at one point, <laughs> one point, I'm sure she she didn't feel that way. So could you just go ahead and share? Uh, you don't have to again, like you said. I think we told you before. You don't have to share any names, but just tell us a little bit about the testimony where you were, and then just in the process of healing how did you heal to get where you are today if you don't mind no problem at all i think going into a relationship i was looking for someone to fulfill me mm -hmm. um i walked in not knowing who i was or what i even we don't ask ourselves what do you want from a relationship you know we just go in blindly and that's the quickest way to lose yourself Right. And um, I That's was good. Yeah. If that it really is the quickest way to lose yourself. And I was young. You know, you're, you're young and you, you think you know everything and you got the charisma, says right. all the right things. And you're like, oh, I have one. And you don't you you miss the major red flags because you are focused on the package and not what's in the package. Mm -hmm. Wow. So for me doing that so blindly i found myself in um a very 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 dark place okay. and it doesn't happen quickly i think we miss it it's like you know how you how they say depression looks like a smile or a laughter right. it doesn't always come out you know with a sad face or tears in your eyes um but i just slowly but surely began to realize that the relationship that i was in was depleting me dry and um me myself being in it i didn't recognize what i had to offer yeah yeah okay and um when you don't understand who you are or what you are you have given someone else permission to tell you who you are absolutely so for me all the power was given to him hmm. but i didn't even recognize that because he had manipulation like he you know people have a really good manipulative hand and i was young i didn't i didn't know any better so going into it i really didn't know what was happening until it was it was kind of too late so um you find yourself in situations where this is my thing when I was younger than what I was when I entered the situation I saw you know girlfriends or family members in toxic relationships and you always say how would I, I would never yeah, right. that could never that be me right. I could never he would be dead up whatever you know but as you get older you find yourself in the situations mm. that you said that you would never be in yeah. so right. I said that I wouldn't tolerate cheating but I tolerated cheating and by tolerating the cheating, I wasn't dealing with someone who was genuinely sorry. Mm -hmm. I, right. They were sorry they got caught. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't sorry because of their actions. It was just, you know, I see that. And many men, I'm not a man, but I know <laughs> that they see a good thing, right? And they are like, I want that. Right. But they're yes. not willing to put in the work to keep that. And he saw what I had to offer, even when I didn't even know what I had to offer. And that was the that was the yin and the yang. And that's how we were constantly fighting against each other because he knew what I had, but he didn't want me to shine, right? Yeah. 
and especially not more than him. So it was hard to try to thrive in a relationship where you don't feel appreciated and you do lose your identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I think that's the beginning of the where everything started. Okay. And wow. again, you see those red flags and you can see somebody who's going to um, have be a repeat offender of cheating, you know. And I knew that, but I wanted to, to fight hard for many reasons, you know. Um, but uh, when you fight, you get knocked down and right. you get beat up <laughs> and you, you get scars. But the good thing about scars is that they heal. They heal. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So tell us what was the start of the healing process for you? The start of the healing process for me was when I probably was on the floor face down and crying and asking God, like, how did I get here? You know, and I had to really dig deep and try to figure out why I was taking things so personal. And when I say that is um, when people talk down on you or at you and then when you're vulnerable and you reveal your your parts of yourself that you've been ashamed of and then in arguments is used against you so then you retreat and you go back into your shell and you're like i can't i expose myself to you and you violated my trust yeah. by using it against me when you're trying to hurt my feelings and but i had to recognize at first it wasn't actually me the way that i was being treated or he was treating me was a reflection of his heart had absolutely nothing to, to do with me but then i had to take a ga- accountability as to why I was allowing that kind of treatment. Mm -hmm. And when I started to do some assessment within my heart, I'm like, what have you gone through in your past that is making this okay? You know, I I didn't have a father where he talked crazy to my mother. You know, I didn't see those type of things. That wasn't what I was used to seeing so why now have you accepted this you know and when I started to dig deep it's just like okay you have some things that have happened to you in your childhood that um, make you feel like you need somebody to complete you because when people weren't there for you as a child Mm -hmm. you start searching in others for um, your identity so I think the first thing was just really trying to grasp how I got where I got. Okay. So do you find, I guess we, we uh, again, because one, I think the things we promote again is the, the faith of, of our Christianity or with Christ. Uh, did that play a factor in identity, I guess, for you? Did that play a factor in helping you to, to recover? Absolutely. And, okay. Absolutely. If it was up to me and my thoughts and my mind, um, the devil thought he had me. So um, if it wasn't because of the Heavenly Father, I would not have been able to pick myself back up, get myself in the word, have strength enough to even believe that there was still a God out there. You know, yeah, what I'm you know, right. you get yeah. so discouraged mm-hmm. and you just have those questions as to, you know, why would he? have me go through this where is he i'm calling on his name and he's not here where why are my prayers being unheard and um but 
even in that, your subconscious mind knows that in asking that, you're still praying. Yeah. You're still looking for, you're still searching for answers. Right. Why God? That's still, you're still asking him a question. You're still inviting him in because you asked that question. But I was missing those big things. But if if faith wasn't a factor, I know I would not be here today. Okay. That's awesome. awesome. Awesome to know. Yeah, because I think I'm, I'm finding more and more that, uh, although, especially young, a lot of young people, uh, even if they grew up in church or not, whatever the case may be, but uh, they find themselves wanting, like you're saying, relationships, mm-hmm. but in that process, not understanding what that requires. And, and and we, we'll move in with each other. We'll begin to play house. Yep. We begin to play marriage, yep. in, in other words, um, not really understanding what does that really entail. Because in that instance of of doing that marriage always requires us to give up something and if the other person is not willing to give up their uh life because the only way two becomes one requires us to die to self does that make sense Absolutely. We, we have to die to ourselves in order to merge so that then i can i can accept who you are she can accept who i am and then we grow and go somewhere together uh, but I, 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 I do see that many relationships that operate, I'll say, in, in contradiction to kingdom principles do find themselves struggling and trying to, to uh, have that perfect relationship or good relationship. Like you said, we see relationships and other people and it's like, that right. look good. I Absolutely. want that. And, <laughs> and we think we're going that direction <laughs> yep. until, right. like you said, that something pops up mm-hmm. and now it's I'm stuck what do I do right you know because regardless that we took vows or not we're still in a relationship because we have still connected once some kind of way absolutely and getting out is not that easy right Right. Uh, absolutely so Michaela you had a wonderful you've you grew up in church so you had that solid foundation but what might you suggest to another young lady that might be dealing with something like that that doesn't have that foundation I would suggest that she talked to someone who she can trust and is can has that wise counsel Mm -hmm. um we need to know i tricked myself into thinking that i was alone i knew i wasn't alone you know but when you're down you really believe that no one sees you no one hears you and you begin to isolate yourself and i did not talk to anybody nobody knew what i was going through you know um and years later Kayla you were just hiding I'm like yeah I was and I just didn't utilize the resources that were given to me so I I say a lot now with religion and spirituality it doesn't have to be you don't have to be raised in a church to understand that it's a higher being and always looking down on on us and is wants the best for us but sometimes it's hard to tap into that if because you weren't you don't have that foundation but seek somebody who has that faith and can speak life back into you and help you see and help you see what you're bringing to not only yourself but into to others because we're meant to serve and we're we're meant to heal and that young lady that or the young ladies that 
are not in church, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Just get your word somewhere. Uh, counsel, get on YouTube. It's many people yeah. <laughs> who, you know, are even, you know, motivational speakers. They don't have to be, they didn't have to grow up in a church or whatever. But whatever you need as your, um, just a little bit of push yeah. that you find serenity in, um, I just, I suggest that you just seek other ways awesome. like that. Yeah. Awesome. So one thing that you said when you first started talking mm-hmm. about not um, if if um, if you don't know your purpose. So um, back in the beginning of this workbook that Pastor Ralph and Lenore has, they have the section on mission, vision, and purpose. And so when they do their classes, because I've been to them before, you have the opportunity to write out what it is that you would bring to a relationship. What do you have to offer? And what have you found in reevaluating and coming back to yourself? Did you actually sit down and take the time to figure out and write down what it is you know that God has shown you about what it is He has for you to do? Absolutely, I have a thousand journals in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I have Wonder a thousand where you got journals. That journaling from my right? Mother, <laughs> my mother, absolutely. Yeah, she um. I would see her journaling as a child. So I think that is something that um, I took with me growing up, even if I strayed away from it a little bit. But as I got in the got in the process of getting to know me again, I'm like, I have too many thoughts in my head. And I feel like that's when the devil really comes in and he you don't even know how to arrange different thoughts. You're going crazy and you have to release those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I definitely journal um, about what I, Michaela being whole, a whole person, is going to contribute to another human being. And I didn't have anything to offer when I was younger. I thought I did, of course, um, but I, I did not know how broken I was going into a relationship. And now that w- when you find yourself, you have to ask, wh- the first thing, what are you bringing to the table before you start looking to see what someone else is going to bring to the table? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we look. Women, we, we, we get so caught up in the glamour of being married and wanting, this is my wife, the, you know, the introduction. And, but we don't know the hard work that yeah. goes into a marriage. And I think even married people, I, you guys being married, did you even really know what marriage entailed until you actually said I do and you start putting no. in the work? Right. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> right. So you really Absolutely. don't know what you're signing up right. for. You know, you you can see the bigger picture, but you don't know the trials and tribulations that are going to come along with marriage because it's not right. all glitz and glamour. But you have to understand what you have that in God has instilled in you your own personal gifts. You have to understand yeah. your value. Absolutely. Uh, and I think many times when you don't value or understand your value, like you, I think you said, you did say this, and I thought it was real profound, then you let someone else define exactly. you. Yeah. And yeah. when they define your value, they may not really value as, as, as much as you are worth. Absolutely. Because what you're bringing uh, to the table is a, a great benefit to any man. And I think that's what women have to understand, I think, about their their makeup, their calling, their life that God has created them to be. They bring value to a, a man's life. Mm-hmm. He's called to, 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 to have vision, but 
if she's not part of that vision, mm-hmm. then it's almost like having a car without an engine. You might see the car and the car shines, the car looks great, but if the engine's not there to run it, the car just sits still. And I believe a woman brings that part. She's the value that brings help the car run to get to That's where it's got to get to. And without her being the engine, he's just sitting there looking pretty, right. but he's yeah. not right. going anywhere. Right, right. You know, and he's trying. And right. and many times when a man fails to recognize the help that she brings mm-hmm. and again the value that she adds, then he he strug- he still struggles, even with her there. But sometimes if Miles Day Miles Day Miles Monroe, yep. you talk about how we I can abuse right. the yeah. purpose of a thing. Uh-huh. If you don't know. And if we don't if we don't understand right. its purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think many men fail to understand the purpose of their spouse, their wife. And so as such we devalue her or fail to bring allow her to play that intimate part that causes us to soar and if she is not allowed um to play her part then again we're we still sit still because i don't i don't feel she's helping me get to where i'm you know she's only there to serve this part of my life not every part of my life and when we are one she's there to serve every part or become part of every part and if i recognize that and we again are together in this we ride or die together and that's it right and it's not a competition it is not not a competition competition. (laughs) yeah and if you don't have that mindset going into it you guys are going to bump heads yeah yeah don't know your calling and not that you have to be a hundred percent sure because i know you know, listening to your um, previous podcast, that you guys, um, you don't, you don't know what God has for you in a marriage. So I don't, you marrying a you pastor. You start out, you don't, you right. That, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. You're lying as you're going along. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's certain things that we just don't know, mm-hmm. but right. as you continue to serve, He makes it really clear. He exactly. makes it clear. Yeah. Makes it very clear. Yeah. And you know, one thing, Michaela, you said in the beginning too is, I can't be what I have to be for my partner unless I know my value. Yeah. Absolutely. So in that you found you found what made Michaela. Can you share a little bit about now? What 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 do you see? Well, what are you yourself? doing? What have what you, are you doing? Because yeah. I mean you are just blowing up, man. Right. I, I, I'm trying to. So yes. I found my sparkle in the darkness. Hallelujah. Should be the name of your book. Sparkle. Sparkle in the darkness. Right. Sparkling, sparkling in the darkness. I think your darkness. girl got that title. Somebody already got Somebody it. Somebody has yeah, find uh, it in your sparkle. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. a movie, Sparkle. Oh, it is sparkle. a movie. Sparkle. It, is sparkle. Yes. it is a movie. Sparkle is a movie. So the process is what many people try to avoid. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that is what I try to avoid because it's hurtful. You know, um, I avoided it. I was so against trying to face what was going on with me. But I remember one day, um, I will never forget this day, I lost uh, um, my friend in, that I met in high school. And she was only one year older than me. And when I got that call, I'm like, mm. God. What is going on? I lost my other. I, I've lost a, probably about three people that I went to school with, being wow. classmates or one year, you know, older than me. And I'm looking around and I'm like, God, you still keeping me? Yeah. You know, like I, 
obviously I have something to offer this world because I'm still here. Yeah. And one night I was listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. That's okay. so funny that you awesome. said that. <laughs> and I created this vision board because he has he talked about vision and purpose. So on the vision board, I took all of the elements that he said and I just created a vision board and applied it to my life. And I started to ask God to just reveal and expose the hurt and the pain that I have been trying to, you know, bury for so long. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this by myself. And I also need professional help. So um, the next morning I was like, I need to see a therapist. You know, yeah. um, mm -hmm. I have to figure out what what's going on and I need to be okay for not only me but my children. Yeah. And I have a calling on my life and in order for me to fulfill it, I know that I have to dig deep and that is going to be hurtful, but I'm ready, you know. Um, so when I called the therapist, um, I said, God reveal who I'm supposed to be with and I called the office and she said, Do you know what therapist that you want to um, talk to absolutely not I haven't done this before I've actually been running from this process <laughs> have any um, recommendations but she told me to go onto the site and see um, they have their bios and different things that they um, specify in so I'm like okay she covered and it was all, it was all african-american women in there so I'm like okay let me talk to somebody who looks like me you know <laughs> and when I called back um, I made the appointment, but I was so upset. She was booked out for like wow. six weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, God, to talk to somebody right I now. just told you I need to talk to somebody <laughs> right now. I need instant gratification. Come on now. And I was so upset. But he said, be still. Okay. There you go. Let me order your steps. All right. You 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 trying to run? I need you to take a stride. I'm 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 trying to take you on a journey and trust my process. And yeah. Oftentimes we don't we say we trust this process, but when he's putting us through some stuff, we're like, oh God, yeah, what? Don't what be is process. what is exactly <laughs> exactly? So for me, I said um, I just start listening to a lot of motivational speakers. I start getting on YouTube and. And listen to pastors and I started my daily devotionals I'm like I have to start I need to get in order for you to grow you have to be fed mm -hmm. so um, I started my daily devotionals I would wake up first thing in the morning and I still do it to this day and it has literally changed my life um, and I just journal my devotionals and I write my daily prayers in there and that was the beginning of a life change just recognizing Excellent. that I needed help and sometimes it's so hard to admit right. that you oh, need most help definitely. Yeah. especially for professional help yeah like what <laughs> therapy you crazy no, I'm, I'm about to go crazy if I don't get some therapy there you That's go. What's happen. Yeah. but that was one of the first steps and in that in journaling you realize that you have a you may have a gift of writing but I already knew that I had a gift of writing I was just running from the gift of writing and um probably about five years ago i made a vision board that had book biggest day yeah. wow quickly board. tell us about your, yeah, your new book right. that you're ready to do so in the the book i am almost at the finish line oh okay. so excited wow. nice. i've been writing it for for about a year now and um i just talk about um healing from your past and i 
talk about 10 principles you need in order to thrive in life. That's okay. Awesome. Let's see. So, yeah. I, awesome. Yeah, I do you have the title for it yet? I I do believe that I am sold <laughs> on the title, <laughs> and it's called Hurt. Okay. Healing okay. Under Reconstructing Trauma. Girl, you better Ooh, do that. Okay, right. we got to know when that hits the press. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, God gave that to me. Oh, so nice. I think I'm going to run with that. Okay. And I just reveal um, just some things in my life that I've overcome and the things that helped me to get through those. Okay. Do you awesome. find this becoming a ministry for you or just right now you're just, this is what you're just doing? No, that's the goal. This is. This to be a ministry to help yes. other women? Yes. Awesome. awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So you Absolutely. know I'm over the women's ministry, so we will be talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We that's can talk. Awesome. Okay. So we just want to thank you, Michaela Sparkle, for being yes. with us. You're very and welcome. And for doing the work. Thank you. So others can do the work. Yeah. So we thank you for that. that. And so if you want to um, find out more information on us, you can visit us at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. And we're on Spotify. So look for us on Spotify and you'll hear more about Michaela. We're going to hear more about Michaela in the coming days, I'm sure. And so we just thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team program. If you are interested in attending our Sunday morning worship service, our location is 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Again, that's 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Our Sunday morning services are held at 10 o'clock a.m. Thank you again for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program.